Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report, and now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Hammer Down Racing Report studio. This is the Thursday, October 6th show. Show number 251, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Time to, fu- time to quit the idle chit-chat, Scott, and get down to some serious racing business. Such as? Talking to, talking to our guests tonight, talking, oh. talking about racing. Yeah. What else is there? Tonight on the show, we'll be speaking with uh, the uh, current ARCA Menard Series point leader, Nick Sanchez. He's got that a two-point lead going into Ooh. the finale Saturday at Toledo Speedway. Daniel Dye is right behind him there in second. We're going to talk to uh, Nick Sanchez in uh, about three minutes or so. And Toledo's always a wild card race. Yeah, and uh, and looking through his history, he he's uh, he's more of a, a speedway guy than a right. short track guy. So we'll we'll talk to him about that. See what his thoughts are and what his plans are for this weekend to try and get that title. Toledo is the the bristol of ARCA racing. So yeah, it, we'll see how this one plays out. I thought Bristol was the Bristol of ARCA racing. Nah, the the guys play nice when they go to Bristol. Sounds good. Uh, also on the show a little bit later, we'll be uh, speaking with uh, 410 uh, sprint racer Greg Wilson coming off uh, his fourth win at Fremont Speedway this past weekend. They got the Jim and Joang Ford Classic this weekend. The All-Stars coming to town for... Uh, plus, uh, we'll hear from Ryan Weekman and his uh, forecast, the weekend weather pit stop. You definitely want to tune in. I think we'll be racing, but uh, you may need to wear some extra layers this weekend. Yeah, same for the folks heading to the Whiteford Fall Festival that, with any luck, we'll talk about a little later. Lots to get to tonight. Dominator Race Products are working on an 81 Camaro nose kit to be available in 12 colors. You see uh, I did. See that? I wonder if that's any different than the 80 Camaro. Um, well, it's a year newer, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> must, guessing... must be more aerodynamic. There you go. Um they specialize in body components for late models, modified sprint cars, street stocks, and much more. Check them out at dominatorraceproducts.com or call 419-923-6970. Also available from reputable dealers across the United States, including Ron Miller Race Cars. Uh, talking about all those uh, Dominator race yeah, products. Yeah, they make some really cool stuff. Yeah. Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Make sure to follow them on uh, social media or visit oakshaderaceway.com. Uh, race season may be over, but the swap meet's coming up a week from Saturday and uh, the awards banquet coming up in uh, the first Saturday in December. That'll be December 3rd. Wow, what a surprise. Yeah, always is that same weekend. Uh, $10 uh, spot fee for the swap meet and beyond that, no admission charge. So pretty cool deal there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I might need to go and look at stuff. 
Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. Now's the time to start working on custom 2023 calendars for fans, crew members. You're a fan, you want to get uh, a Ron Miller calendar, you could put uh, put together your own custom uh, calendar. Or you could get Ron Miller a Ron Miller calendar. You could. That would be weird, but yeah, you could do that. Um, I'm hitting the wrong Thank you, here. Dean Henry. Oh, yeah, and uh, Ron was on Channel 11 the other day. Uh, back to uh, freeze frame here. Uh, they also do special photo shoots, shoots by appointment. Uh, make sure to call Charlie, 419-476-9978. Freeze frame photos, special moments, frozen time. He's got more time to do those uh, custom photo shoots now that uh, racing season season is uh, oh, yeah. about wrapped up. Uh, also, thanks to Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon in Perrysburg. So, yeah, you were on uh, Channel 11 earlier today and i, I guess was. we'll talk about that later because i yeah. believe we have uh, I, I hear the phone ring nick sanchez uh calling in hopefully i got this connected hammer down racing report hi this is nick hey nick sanchez it's scott hammer and ron miller how's it going hey welcome to the show not much doing well thank you all right we're uh, we're live here so uh we're, we're going right into it uh are you in toledo yet or are you still at- uh, i am not yeah, still at home when when do you get into to uh, Toledo for this weekend's um, race? I I will be flying there tomorrow morning. Okay, coming from uh, 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 Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, very cool. So you got a two point yeah. a two point lead uh, going into this weekend at uh, Toledo Speedway. Do you approach things any differently as to uh, you know your routine for for this weekend? Oh no, I mean I mean I think the same rule applies to every race. You know you just you want to try to go win it. Um, obviously short tracks aren't exactly our play this year. Um, but I mean, you know, a lot of work, uh, gone into this car and, you know, just, you know, our ideology and approaching the short track, um, you know, just trying to, trying to change some of our bad habits, my bad habits, team's bad habits, and, you know, just trying to kind of put everything together. But, you know, our, our mindset is, you know, we want to go win. So, so why do you think, uh, the short tracks haven't been as kind to you? Um, you know, just, I feel like every team, you know, has their, not, I don't want to say focus, but, you know, their strong suit and ours, for some reason, are always the bigger tracks. And, you know, um, we just struggled at the short tracks as a company. Um, I don't know why, but, uh, you know, you know, we've, we've, you know, me, me and my team have worked very hard to try to, you know, turn our luck around and, you know, we've been able to make some strides, um, but, you know, still a little bit of a deficit, but hopefully we close that back up this weekend. Nick, uh, define uh, longer tracks for some of our listeners, just in case they don't know all the places you visit. Uh, and I mean, and yeah, which of those are like, your favorite? Um, I really honestly wouldn't say they're my favorite. You know, I love short tracks. That's what I, you know, uh, the first two years before, you know, running Arco, that's what I ran. And, you know, we, uh, us as Rev Racing and Late Model Socks, you know, we found very good success um, in the, you know, the East Coast Late Model scene. But, you know, I feel like, you know, for some reason, our ARCA program, you know, the, the mile and up track seem to be our strong suit. Um, so, uh, obviously, we want to turn that around this weekend. And, you know, uh, we want to we want to win in the short track uh, probably more than anyone. Yeah, you got uh, so you got win at uh, Michigan, Talladega, and I believe you had two other wins this year. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, just Michigan, Talladega, and Kansas. Kansas, okay. There is another one. So, so some big tracks, and uh, so are you a little worried though going into this weekend then with the the championship on the line? I don't know, not at all. I mean, you know, I think you know 
the script is, you know, wrote, you know, I know what I have to do. And if I don't do it, I'm going to lose the championship. So, <clears throat> um, it's pretty straightforward and, you know, I'm, I'm relaxed. Okay. So are you going to be, uh, uh, you and your team, I should ask, are, are you going to be paying attention to where uh, Daniel Dye is relative to you during the race? Uh, or is that just going to be mean, totally out of your mind? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you do pay attention to it, you know, it's out of your control. If he's leading the race and I'm running fourth, you know, I can't, <laughs> there's not many things I can do in my playbook to change that outcome. So um, I just have to focus on my race and, you know, um, I need to, get get the most out of my car and you know we need to be smart throughout the race and be there at the end so uh, you know i can only control my own race and that's what i'm going to do excellent so what would uh assuming you do uh come away with the championship uh how big is that uh for you this yeah you know it's going to be huge and you know i think but nobody des- deserves it better than uh or more should i say than my team owner max eagle you know what he's done for young drivers and NASCAR. you know um, 10 years ago, he won the Canon East Championship with Kyle Larson, and he's gone on to obviously do great things. So he's had a hand in a lot of drivers' development. And, uh, you know, to, to get this for him, Chevrolet, Gainbridge, um, Gainbridge came on this year as a partner, and, you know, uh, hopefully for years to come. Um, to get this for him would, would mean a lot to me, and uh, I know it would mean a lot to him. So this would be his first championship, too? Um, no, no. He, he won uh, okay. the Canon East title 10 years ago with Kyle Larson. Okay. So who who are some of your uh, racing heroes that uh, you know maybe why you got into racing? Um, I feel like Dale Junior was was the main one. You know, just his presence. Um, and you know, the middle to late two thousands is it, it's it's something that attracted me. And you know, that was the driver I was rooting for. And uh, yeah, you know, I think that's why I watched races. That's why I went to the races at Homestead. And uh, I, I believe he's probably my racing hero. Nick, you talked about K&N East. Uh, any heroes in that series? There's some really great racers over there that don't get a lot of national acclaim. Um, not not necessarily. I, I honestly um, didn't follow any other racing other than the Cup Series, and even growing up, I followed okay. that very vaguely. So uh, honestly, I didn't even know the K&N East Series existed until 2017. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> So you're, you also, uh, you got a ride, uh, just uh, recently started uh, running some Xfinity races with Big Machine Racing. How's that been going? Yeah, you know, it's it's been going good. And, you know, um, I'm growing as a driver more than I ever have um, in that ride. You know, just, just the cup drivers that have, you know, been able to have the opportunity to, to drive that before me. You know, it's obviously very big shoes to fill. And, you know, um, it, it's teaching me how to work with a big team and, you know, all the resources they have and to use that to my advantage. How different is it uh, competing at that level than it is uh, with with the ARCA guys? Uh, yeah, you know, it's just a different game. And, you know, ARCA, you have so many things that you that you have in Xfinity that you don't in ARCA. You know, live pit stop, choose cone and all that. And, you know, that could take you out of the race very quickly, but it could also bring you back in very quickly. And, you know, just the races being, you know, twice as long um, and so forth. It's taught me uh, patience and, you know, uh, you have to be there at the end and, you know, you could be 15th and you could be fifth the next lap, um, later on the restart. So, you know, a lot of unknowns and you just have to, you just have to perform at a very high level. You know, there's a lot of good drivers and a lot of good teams and, you know, there's 15 teams that could win. Um, and you know, it, it's, it's not easy, but you know, um, this isn't easy and, you know, I'm, I'm growing more as a driver than I ever have over there. 
you uh, you talked about the choose the choose cone there briefly. Um, NASCAR has added a lot of gimmicks over the year, but personally, I like that one. Your thoughts? I like that one. Um, you know, just racing legend cars and late models. Um, it just kind of gives you an opportunity to choose your destiny. You know, some tracks you might be second in the outside groove. Um, you know, you line up there in an arc car, you know, you're going to lose two spots. So you don't have a lot, you don't have a lot of control over that. And I feel like I applaud NASCAR for, you know, bringing the cheese cone back. And it's, I think it, it excites the race and it also gives, you know, maybe a driver running 10th an opportunity to line up fifth and, uh, you know, um, unpreferred groove as you'd say. Yep. So uh, I, I love it. Who, who has the ultimate say in, in that? I mean, I, I'm guessing you're communicating with your crew, uh, but who, who has the ultimate say as to which line you end up taking? Uh, I, I mean, I'd say mostly driver, you know, um, there's multiple factors into choosing, you know, your line. Um, and you know, wherever the driver feels more comfortable, um, you know, if you lose one, you gain two, whatever you're more comfortable is what the team always, um, voices, uh, that you do. So I just try to play it smart. It seems a lot of times it, it's a split-second decision, so a, a crew chief or a spotter really wouldn't have the opportunity to uh, give you any feedback. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, listening to a lot of radio, you know, the top drivers and, you know, every series, uh, all three national series, they 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 pick where they want to start. And, you know, um, spotter obviously helps them, but at the end of the day, they know, they know where they want to go, and um, I feel like the best drivers just have to do that, you know. Um, if you lose zeros, gain two, whatever, you just gotta go with your gut. Uh, you've had, you, I mean, you, you've been doing pretty good here. You got a 11th place finish, uh, at Texas, uh, a few weeks ago. Um, your next race coming up, uh, a week from Saturday at, uh, at Las Vegas. Uh, how excited are you about that? Yeah, you know, I'm excited. You know, I've, I've got, I've made a lot of mistakes, you know, at Bristol and Texas. And, um, I, I guess, you know, it's good when you're when you're disappointed with eleven with a an eleventh place finish yeah. um, from where we ran that day. But you know, uh, just you know, learning learning for Vegas. There's a it, it's a lot to take in. You know, that organization did pretty much RCR equipment. So uh, when you're in that equipment, you have to perform, and you know, they everyone has expectations. So it's you know, just about me getting comfortable. You know, me approaching the weekend. Um, you know, with confidence as far as you know, simulator and the setup um, that I choose to bring with my car. So just learning that and learning the do's and the don'ts. Um, I've, I've learned all the don'ts you could learn. <laughs> so, uh, Vegas, um, I'm very confident going into Vegas and, uh, I, I believe, you know, Chevy power there, uh, the engines we have will be very good, you know, um, and confident in my, you know, big machine racing team. What's, uh, what's the biggest don't that you've learned? <clears throat> don't, um, don't, don't speed on pit road. <laughs> what was that? Don't speed on pit road and, you know, don't speed on pit road uh-huh. and don't, uh, don't, don't, you yourself before you even get to the track, um, as far as simulator stuff. Um, so I've, I've learned that and, you know, become a better driver because of it. And so, yeah. <laughs> so you, do you do a lot of, uh, simulator work to prep for those races? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, you know, nowadays, you know, every big organization, their whole, their whole car setup based off that. So, uh, if you go the wrong direction virtually, you're gonna, you're gonna be heading in the, in the wrong direction um, when you get to the track. So, um, you know, that's a very, uh, very tight line to walk, and, you know, you just have to you have to be perfect when you make those decisions. Now, do you do any uh, any simulation prep for the ARCA races? Do you, have you been prepping for Toledo? Um, no, there, there's, there's no simulator that I know of that has Toledo, and, you know, uh, 
I'd say most of the arc schedule is not on the simulator. Um, and luckily I have three starts there. So I know, um, I, I know kind of what I want and what I need to do. Um, so all the same work I've done is for the bigger track. What's, uh, what's been your best finish at Toledo? Uh, I think third last year. Okay. Um, so I think I want to say third. So that's not too bad. Charlie from, uh, from Arca sent over this spreadsheet with, <clears throat> with like all these different scenarios of if you finish here and Dan <clears throat> finishes here, then you'll get the points or he'll get it. You know, like just like this whole huge sheet. I mean, do you can't, you put, I'm assuming you just put all that stuff out of your mind and you're just out there to do the best you can. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you, I need to finish in front in front of the 43 to control my destiny, and that's the only that's the only thing I have control in. So, uh, you know, points, all that means it means kind of absolutely nothing to me at the moment. So, uh, I just got to go, you know, do my best. Um, and, you know, obviously, I want to win. Um, that's my goal. Gotcha. Now, how busy of a weekend do you have? I know there's a, an event tomorrow afternoon <coughs> in downtown Toledo that you're part of, but uh, after that, do you get to kind of just concentrate on Saturday's race or do you have more events yeah. after that? Yeah. I mean, I have a pretty, honestly, a pretty relaxed day. I think I have you know one or two events tomorrow and I race Saturday, um, mid afternoon. So pretty relaxed weekend and kind of a short weekend, which I enjoy. I, I don't like a lot of downtime at the track. So I just show up Saturday and do my job. Um, so yeah, pretty chill weekend. Did I see that he's going to be rubbing elbows with our, our mayor and yeah, I, some yeah. other dignitaries? You got that email, too. Then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how, how well do you deal with those things, Nick? Frank Kimmel's going to be there, too. Have you, uh, actually, yeah. actually didn't even know. <laughs> I, I have no idea who's going to be at the press conference. But, uh, <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's, uh, yeah, that's cool that the mayor's going to be there. Um, you know, you always meeting, meeting different folks in different positions sure. is always very cool, and I, I enjoy that very much. And Frank Kimmel's going to be uh, along there as well. I've, I'm assuming you've met him before. Um, I, I don't think I've met him. I mean, I raced with him at Salem, but I don't. I don't believe I've met him. <laughs> Maybe you could pick his brain. He's got a, a few laps around Toledo Speedway as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, any uh, any worries about the cold weather? I don't know if you've seen the forecast, but it's supposed to winter. Winter's coming, but it's going to be cold this week. Oh weekend. yeah, I mean. That just makes my job a lot easier, um, you know. <laughs> um, probably not gonna even sweat in the race car, so uh, that, that's nice, especially coming, you know, born and raised in Miami, um, eighty-five and sunny all year round. So <laughs> um, that's gonna be very nice weather. If I can jack it. it will how will that affect the the car? Will the the track be faster, more grip? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're just gonna have more grip. So I, honestly, I think that's probably gonna play into our hand a little bit more because our the hotter it gets our car just loses it feels like i just lose grip um on the short tracks that's been our biggest struggle so cool weather will be nice i mean obviously yeah you know the cars are still gonna be slipping and sliding once they get eating them but it's just gonna probably make for a faster racing awesome any uh any thoughts or has there been any talks about uh what you're going to be doing next year oh yeah um you know i'm obviously conversations are happening and you know um Every time I do good, they, those conversations seem to move quicker. So uh, <laughs> that's what I'm shooting for for these, you know, this last arc race and my last two Xfinity races. So um, I don't know if I perform, hopefully, you know, the opportunities will will follow shortly after. So uh, I just gotta gotta do my job, and you know, I think the rest will play into uh, play into it perfectly. So an ARCA championship could open some more doors for you. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, having 
I, I mean, I don't want to say it will and it won't, um, but I feel like, you know, the season as a whole has been, you know, I, I feel like we've performed good and hopefully in, you know, my next two Xfinity starts, I could, you know, make it a little bit more of a name for myself. So uh, I feel like, you know, you just got to perform on the track and the rest will, you know, this will take care of itself. So no, no, uh, nothing official you can announce for next year yet. Uh, I'm, nah. Okay. I'm assuming that you're hoping to get some more, at least, at least some part-time Xfinity races again next year. Um, I mean, you know, I'm just, I, I want to win, you know, wherever that is. Xfinity <laughs> you know, trucks, he, he's um, not going to give it up. Race, I, I two races, oh. 10 races. Uh, no, I, I want to win. So whatever opportunity gives me the opportunity to win, I'm going to take that. Awesome. Well, we, we appreciate the time and, uh, we wish you luck, uh, in getting that championship this weekend. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Thank you, Nick. There you go. Nick Sanchez, uh, Xfinity, or Xfinity series racer and, uh, on our, the verge our, of winning our, our, that Arca series point leader going into Saturday's race at Toledo. We'll see if our, um, our mojo works, works or if it's going to be a curse. It is. The month of cursing, uh, not like swearing, cursing, but uh, oh, okay. like Halloween. Wow. It was a that's bad not till the end of the month. Yeah, I guess that. Uh, coming up in a little bit, we'll be speaking with Greg Wilson. Speaking of Greg Wilson, he was the winner at uh, yes, Fremont Speedway, his four ten uh, sprint season championship night. Craig Mintz, who we spoke to, uh, what was about a month ago. Yeah, a few weeks back, uh, ended up winning the uh, championship in the 410s at Fremont. DJ Foose picked up the feature win in the 305s with Paul Weaver uh, picking up his fourth title. Uh, Dave Gumby Jr. picked up his second dirt truck uh, feature win and Jamie Miller, uh, another and, dirt truck uh, championship. And Davey was uh, unofficially declared Rookie of the Year in that class. What do those two trucks have in common? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Ron Miller race car. Yes, sir. Thank you say, for noticing. You're going to have to change the name to Ron Miller race cars and trucks. Absolutely. You're going to get some of the sprint guys coming to you and say, Hey, can you build me a sprint car? Nope. I don't have the patience for that. Wow. Well, okay then. Why do you need kind patience? of short and sweet? What's more difficult with the, with the sprint car? Nothing. Chassis? It's just the guys that are building those cars have technology going Hell. that I'm not familiar with. Not saying I couldn't learn, but... I can't teach an old I'm dog not, new tricks? I'm not going there. You're not going <laughs> Sticking with the trucks. All right. Well, congratulations to Ramiller Race Cars and Dave Gummy Jr. on that win. Uh, the trucks will be in action one more time next weekend. Yeah. Well, the, the, the trucks, this weekend, the trucks, too. The trucks alone next this, weekend. this weekend. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in the uh, menu there. Yeah. Our uh, Big D's Pizza Racing menu coming up a little bit later. There'll be, um, I don't even remember if it's uh, tomorrow or Saturday. Now I got to look. Uh, trucks are tomorrow along yes. with the All Stars, and then there's 305s in the All Stars. I knew that. Saturday. Did you? Yeah. So the trucks are racing on Friday night, tomorrow like night. Tomorrow. And then they're racing the following Friday for the Stocktober deal where uh, they pitted us. Uh, the super o stocks shade super stocks against the trucks so, toledo factory stocks and the uh, fremont trucks i'm looking forward to that i like to run in the one time scott there's going to be a big field of, of 
race vehicles. I guess race. we can't say cars. And it's just one class. It's all yeah. going to be clumped into one class. Yeah. Everybody thousand bring, to win. Everybody one seventy to start. Everybody brings their rule book and uh, and then bonus uh, bonus prizes there. Yeah, money um, money's been flowing in. It's it's really pretty cool race. Corey McCoy, he's uh, he's not had a real good year with his trucks, but he's been uh, having a good year as a pr- promoting event. Promoter, yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, that's that big race coming up uh, a week from Friday. My Pillar Motor Speedway was in action. Uh, I think that was their harvest race, wasn't it? Or was that this weekend? This weekend's their harvest race. Uh, Tristan uh, Chamberlain picked up the late model feature win at Montpelier on Saturday. That was a 2000 to win show. Ooh. I believe uh, Father Dwayne, Dwayne Chamberlain was the hard charger for that. Dylan Nussbaum was the modified winner. Jeff Hinckley picked up street stock uh, feature win. Dalton Smith in the uh, Hornets and Tony Anderson picked up the uh, super stock win. Uh, Sandusky Speedway. It was a busy weekend there. Oh, they the, had a boatload of cars and classes. Buttload of uh, divisions out there. Yeah. Uh, starting off with Saturday, Vinny uh, Chiconetti was the beginner stock winner. Andrew Bo- Bogas uh, won the uh, must-see lights. Uh, Chris Harmon uh, was the winner for the National Compact Touring Series. Those are the only feature winners on Saturday. Sunday, they had features for all classes. Uh, Zach Myers winning in the Renegades. Josh Poor, the Ohio Wheelman Series. Rick Groach in the Modifieds. Jimmy Carter. I thought he was president. He won the Ohio Gold Cup uh, feature. Uh, Vinny again in the beginner stocks. Cody uh, Gallagly uh, won the must-see lights. Trent uh, Aslaskin. Uh, Pure Stocks, Chris Harmon again in the National Compact Touring Series, and Jesse Houghton in the Ace Racing League. So the the Jimmy Carter that would have been the uh, the late, late model models, class. I do believe, yeah. Okay. Any idea how many of those they had? No idea. Okay. All right. I did not get that information. Uh, World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Action Champion Racing Oil National Open at uh, Williams Grove. Friday, it was uh, Lance DeWeese picking up the win. Uh, rain uh, shortened that race by 10 laps. Saturday's portion of uh, of the Open was postponed because of rain to Saturday, October 22nd. Take Nick off the phone. Nick's not on the phone. Oh, the screen says oh, it is. Oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I know. That happens frequently. Maybe I should put Greg Wilson on the phone before we call him, so that way I don't forget. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, uh, the Hillbilly 100 last uh, Thursday night at Tyler County Speedway, the um, makeup race, I guess you could say, because the original date get, got rained out. Right. Kyle Larson. Surprise. He, uh, yeah, picked up the win there. Raceway 7 in uh, Pittsburgh's uh, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway events on uh, Friday and Saturday were both rained out. So the only Lucas Oil action was the Hillbilly 100. Arc Menard Series was in action at uh, Salem Speedway. We had uh, Don Radabaugh in right. last week talking about Salem Speedway. Hers uh, Snacks 200, Sammy Smith winning that. In uh, NASCAR action, the Cup Series uh, racing at Talladega. There wasn't the big one. There, there was wasn't a, there one. was a medium oh, one, but there wasn't a yeah. big one. Just no big deal. Which I don't know if the drivers are driving a little more careful because they're worried about getting hurt. 
as Kevin Harvick's been uh, complaining about, we got some Kevin Harvick news coming up too. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about the concussion protocol maybe a little later in the show. Okay, when we get to that. Um, Chase Elliott uh, picking up the win there um, in the Cup Series in uh, Xfinity on Saturday. A.J. Allmendinger picking up the win in the Sparks 300 at Talladega. A.J. getting a full-time ride again. He's going to be back in the Cup Series next year. All right. And uh, Camping World Trucks, uh, Matt DiBenedetto, Matty D, picking up the win there. One of Scott's favorite racers. They had a caution right at the finish, and I he actually crossed the line second, but at the time the yellow came out, I guess on their video replay, DiBenedetto was He was leading when the caution hit. So he was a a little happy picking up a win. Yeah. Congratulations to him. Uh, Big D's Pizza Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and More in Clyde, Ohio. Give them a call right now, 419-547-1444, or order online, orderbigdspizza.com. Follow them on Facebook for special offers like uh, this week's special, Good Through Sunday, 10 Jumbo Chicken Wings for uh, $8.99. I misspelled Jumbo. That's why I'm laughing. I put Jumbob. Jumbob Chicken Wings. Uh, big D's and Clyde, big on taste, not on price. They're also hiring drivers and kitchen help. So, jumbo chicken wings. Ooh, sounds great. Yeah, and it comes with uh, your choice of dipping sauce as well. And of course, uh, Ryan Miller race cars, but he's gonna uh, substitute his commercial this week for an event coming up on Saturday. That's it. So uh, Saturday at uh, Whiteford Stone White, Co. White, White, it's Whiteford Stone Co. Park, the Whiteford Fall Festival uh, on Whiteford Road and Stearns Road. Um, big deal, Scott. Um, we're expecting near 400 cars for the car show. Um, we've had a couple of... That's about 394 more than uh, the late models at Sandusky, according to... Yeah, I to, saw that. Uh, oh, did you? Okay, I, did, I just saw that. Anyways, but uh, yeah, um, we, we've had a couple of food trucks opt out, but I think we've still got 11 or so food trucks coming. Uh, big uh, kids zone for the kids. Uh, Life flight will be coming in. Uh, not, not to rescue someone. No, just no, for no. A... This is for a demonstration somewhere between one and three, depending on their schedule. Uh, Whiteford Fire Department will be there doing, uh, they'll be cutting up a car. Hopefully not mine. Well, as long as you don't bring it. Okay. But if you do bring it, be careful. All right. Um, yeah. No, there's just so much going on. Uh, it, it's it's a totally family-friendly event. Um, starts at 10 no, o'clock in the morning? Starts at 10 in the morning, goes till 5 in the afternoon. Uh, if you're bringing a car to the car show, we'll start loading in about 8 in the morning for the early birds. Uh, it's That's what time you told me to be there. Yeah. You'll, you'll be fine. Okay. All right. Um, well, we, we've been, we, we brought Scott in. He, yeah. He's part of the program. Yeah. I'll, I'm, yeah. I'll be there. I'll just be waving. Hi. Um, a little bit of racing news before we give uh, Greg a call here. Rick Eshelman, National Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame announcer and World of Outlaw Late Model announcer, was found dead Saturday at the age of 61. His son, Derek Eshelman, issued the following statement late Saturday afternoon, quote, it is with deep sadness that I have to let you know, I have to let you all know that I appreciate every last one of you with all my heart, but my father, Ricky Arthur Eshelman, has taken his life and is hopefully no longer in pain, which came as a shock to us. I mean, if you watched uh, Monday, our interview. We did we a tribute to, to Rick Eshelman. Where we had our interview that we had with him uh, middle 
mid to late August, just a yeah, just, month and a half ago. Right. And no well, signs. It, it, we had a great time with that show, Scott. Uh, it, it, it was a shock. It, uh, I, I just I, stunned. Still kind of numb about that. Um, we'll uh, actually read some of the uh, comments from that, uh, some memories of uh, Rick at the end of the show. Oh, absolutely. Um, Tyler Reddick uh, ran into a NASCAR official after his qualifying run at Talladega this weekend. He had no brakes as he turned abruptly into his pit and sent the official back over the pit wall. The official only suffered minor injuries to her leg. How about how was the pit wall? I, I don't know about that. Oh, okay. I didn't say anything about the pit wall. Okay. Was it hurt? Did they have to take it to the infield care center? I, I think its feelings were hurt. <laughs> that one of the officials flew over it. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Anderson uh, lost an engine with two laps left in stage two of the uh, truck race at Talladega on Saturday, and his truck erupted in flames. Anderson er- attempted to uh, climb from the truck as it careened into the uh, outs- uh, careened into the wall, and uh, he jumped out as it was uh, coming into the, the inside wall there. Really? Did you see that? I didn't. Holy cow. Yeah, he was he was halfway out the window as it's still rolling because uh, the flames are so bad. Right, and right. it hits the uh, the safer barrier. Right. And as it hits, he kind of jumps out onto the safer barrier. Well, that's pretty athletic. Yeah, it was. Uh, but I could have been. He, he, he was, get, okay. He was yeah. okay? Well, no, no, oh. he was not okay. He was uh, airlifted to a hospital in Birmingham. Uh, after suffering second-degree burns on his Ooh. neck, face, right arm, uh, hands, and both knees. Uh, he should be healed up, though, within a few weeks. Why were his hands burned if he had good gloves on? Well, why were his knees burned if he had a fire suit on? I guess it only protects for so long. The flames were coming through yeah. right into the, the cab and, there, and, so. and the wind from probably being at speed, yeah. Yeah, so a scary moment there. It could have been a lot worse. Haley Deegan had a career best uh, finish in the truck race sixth, but one of her crew members was escorted out of the track after chasing a tire across pit road and into the infield during the race. Uh, NASCAR was forced to call a caution due to the dangerous situation. Um, I'm guessing it was instinct that the guy ran out to uh, chase after that. Well, tire, I'm sure but... he didn't want it running out, rolling out onto the track. So he figured he'd, yeah. Yeah, not, not a good move. Uh, so I think he's uh, been suspended. I'm not sure the full situation there, but uh, um, yeah. Alex Bowman's going to miss another race as he continues to recover from concussion symptoms. I like how they call this symptoms. He doesn't have a concussion. He just has concussion symptoms. Yeah. Uh, Noah Gregson will fill in uh, this weekend in the uh, Cup Series race at the Charlotte Roval. Uh also, uh, Haley Deegan news uh, this week. She's going to make her uh, Xfinity Series debut uh, next Saturday, same cool. time that uh, uh, Nick Sanchez is back in his Xfinity ride there Ooh, all right. at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Uh, Haley will be driving the 07 SS uh, Greenlight Racing Ford. I don't know that. Uh, I don't. I'm not familiar with that team. No, I, I'm well, that too, but uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Is it uh, because of her driving skills or because of her uh, what she brings to? I mean, she's more of she's she, she's a personality. She re- that, yeah. And, and yeah. let's talk about Dale Junior. Okay, well, he's not racing. No, but he was an okay racer. And you think he got afforded opportunities because of his 
name? Not only that, he was a great interview. He was always. Yeah. He, he, it's part of the package. Absolutely. So we'll see how she does there. Hopefully uh, it works out well for her. Marco Andretti, uh, this year's SRX Series champion, will make his NASCAR debut with uh, Big Machine Racing, who Nick Sanchez uh, uh, runs in the Xfinity Series for. That's going to be uh, this weekend, as a matter of fact, in the Xfinity race at the Charlotte Roval. So Marco, Marco Andretti is going to be running the Roval. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah, we'll see how well he does there. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Jeff uh, Stallnaker, I believe is how you pronounce it, from Ocala, Florida, had his trailer with two dirt race cars oh, inside. Oh, I saw that. Stolen. That was disgusting. He had secured the trailer before Hurricane Ian uh, was coming in, but uh, Alex Herring had stolen the trailer before he returned. Uh, Herring then buried the stolen race cars and equipment in an abandoned sand pit at a construction site. He burned the cars and crushed them, then buried them, Scott. The race cars and equipment were recovered but badly damaged. Herring was uh, booked uh, by the Marion County Sheriff's Office and is in custody um, without the possibility of making bond for release due to being on probation. He has nine charges currently, uh, three counts of grand theft auto and a whole bunch of others. I'll bet he doesn't want to show up at a racetrack anywhere no. near Ocala, Florida. Oh, no, definitely not. Um, I got the Kevin Harvick thing next. We want to save that till after we uh, talk to Greg. Whatever. You've got the push buttons. Well, I told Greg we'd call him between 7.35 and 7.40, so. Well, we're there. I know, and I figure if you want to talk about this Kevin thing, it may push past yeah, okay. 7.40, so. All right. We're going to give uh, Mr. Greg Wilson a call here. He's been racing for uh, quite a while. He has. Not quite as long as you, but. You've what? St- you st- you were, you've been racing more than since the early Russia. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Red Farmer's got me, but that's about it. What? No, I believe uh, he's got an event that he's uh, working at uh, down in Fremont. Ah. Maybe we can ask him about that. Hello? Nope. Psych. Well, that was weird. Yeah. I called him earlier today and went to voicemail. So. Oh, okay. Hopefully, uh, if it goes to voicemail, he'll call us right back. Or maybe it forwards to another phone. I think maybe that's what that little pause was. Okay. That's fair enough. Again, the uh, Jim and Joanne Ford Classic this weekend. The All-Stars coming to town. Your message for Greg. That's his voicemail. At the tone, please record <laughs> your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. To leave a callback number, press 5. Just let us leave a message. Hey, Greg, it's Scott and Ron from the Hammerdown Razor Report. Uh, give us a call back uh, at this number, please. Thank you. Hopefully we'll hear from you uh, within the next couple minutes. Thanks. Yeah, so hopefully he wasn't busy with uh, whatever he's doing. You want to talk about Kevin Let's Harvick? talk about Kevin Harvick until <laughs> we hear from him. Here, we'll take Greg Wilson off of here. False advertising. All right. Uh, so, uh Kevin Harvick, uh, he's been out- outspoken about the safety concerns with the next-gen cup cars yes. the past few weeks. And uh, Wednesday, yesterday, NASCAR levied heavy penalties against Harvick and his team for uh, alleged modification of a single-source supplied part 
found on his Ford after the Talladega race. Harvick and uh, Stewart Haas Racing were each docked 100 points. Ooh. Uh, crew chief Rodney Childers was fined $100,000. Ouch. And suspended for four races. Oh, my. Do you think that's... Uh, there's been... Retribution, Yeah, there's maybe? been speculation about that. I don't know oh, if my. that's true. Conspiracy theories, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Kevin, keep your mouth shut. Yeah, but uh, anyway, you want to talk wow. about the safety issues. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that. Yep. Let's go way, way back. East Coast, uh, the pavement modifieds, uh, they used to be very, very strong. Richie Evans drove those, uh, Jeff Bodine. The cars were very, very strong. You, boy, you could run them into a wall. and The driver gets the impact. The driver got the impact. And, and we lost a lot of really good drivers back then. And I think that may be what's happening with the head and neck restraints. They're holding the, the head very rigidly. Uh, and when the car comes... They need comes, to get a brain restraint so your brain doesn't slam into the front it. of well, your and that's forehead. A, that's exactly what I think is happening, that when the car stops, your head stops, but your brain bounces off of your forehead on the inside um, and, and causes these concussion protocol issues. Uh, I just somebody needs to come up with an internal brain pillow. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. I, do, I don't know what that. the answer is because obviously there's spinal cord injuries that are possible if if your head is untethered. But somewhere there's got to be a happy medium. Well, didn't I think at one point, or even the last generation of cars, they had like all the foam in the sides, right. and you know it was all driver safety. Right. Right. The car was designed to take the impact, right? It, it, right. And I haven't but heard no, that. But with now this the new car. cars are are pretty strong. They're they're really strong. Uh, and, and are yeah, they, they too strong? They've got a lot of safety features built into them, but that could be an issue. You know, the car stops. Do you think they'll take a look at that in the off season, or do you think? Uh, Boy, I can't see them redesigning the car. I really can't. I can see them maybe adding some safety features. Uh, some sort of a crush bumper in front of the mainframe. Maybe they could make them like bumper cars and put like a there bumper. There you go. Or like the go-karts at uh, your family go-kart track has yeah. that bumper thing around it. I don't know how much that would help, but it, it's like its own uh, safer barrier. Yeah, its own cocoon, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, you know, that's that, that's head and neck injuries according to me, and I'm I'm certainly not a physicist or a neurosurgeon or whoever would, fix those things but um there, there's there definitely seems to be a rise in head in, in neck in or i'm sorry brain injuries and, and the same thing's happening in football there's been a, is there a is there more of them or is it just now that they're able to identify it better where maybe back before in, maybe before it wasn't identified and there's all these guys racing with yeah, well back in the day it was just getting your bell rung yeah, exactly. Um, and, and Those now, guys are just silly. Well, it's now, just the way they are. Now, now they've got a name for it. Concussion symptoms. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Extreme Outlaw Series event at Atomic Speedway this weekend has been canceled due to uh, the forecast attempts in the low 30s. But that's only in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's like 3 o'clock. <laughs> uh, the... Uh, 2022 Attica 410 uh, Sprint Car Champion, Cole Macedo, will be uh, sprint racing in Australia 
Oh, cool. For Mark Mozzie House in uh, January, running uh, the right. East Coast, I think it said. Right. A bunch of the big events. And and there are some real big events on the East Coast uh, for the sprint cars. So, on. cool. The West right. Coast of Australia is late model country. And the East just, Coast is sprint? It's, it's just the way that it's worked. Now, th- there are a lot of late models on the East Coast, but... They have a long way to go to get to a track? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, finally, uh, Michigan Motorsports Hall of Fame driver, uh, Tom Mayer passed away Monday. He had track championships at Tri-City, Auto City, Dixie, and Owasso. Uh, he ran races in ARCA, ASA, Iceman Supercar Series, uh, among others. Uh, he was 81. And a really good racer. That's, that's what I'm hearing. True story. Did you race against him? He w- we were at the same tracks back in the <laughs> early days. So you didn't race head-to-head with him? No. Okay. I'm sure you would have beat him. Head to some different portion of the body and back in those days, but that's okay. All right. Well, you have uh, how many coming up? Your chance to win a Big D's pizza. Should we try to uh, give Greg a call here again? Yeah. Let's uh, try and uh, read it's, it. It's fun listening to the phone ring, Scott. Well, well, we'll leave it down low. He seemed excited this morning. Maybe he forgot to turn his ring around. My brother does that quite often. Really? Yeah. I'll call him. He'll call me back like a day later. Oh. Greg. Yeah. Hey, it's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller. How are you? Oh shoot! I forgot all about that. <laughs> I apologize. That's all right. We, yeah. It's we, only our fourth call. No. <laughs> well, our- no, it probably was because my wife's sitting here and there's people all around me. I'm walking outside now. We're at that event. And there's people around me talking to my phone's going off and she's like, I don't recognize it. And I'm like, Oh shoot. I don't recognize it. I <laughs> forgot all about it. Oh. I apologize. That's all right. What, uh, what do you got going on? Uh, the one pub 400 sponsors Fremont speedway and they yeah. got, I don't know, six or eight of us cars out here and they, they got a good turnout. This, you know, kind of a meet and greet for all the fans that come out to and, um, just kind of kicking off the weekend here in Fremont. How, how late are you guys out there? Uh, eight o'clock. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're, we're getting about done now. Okay. Great, great run yeah. last weekend. Yes, thank you. Very, very yeah. dominant. I, I, I had the, yeah, uh, I had the luxury of watching you. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, we you know we struggled a little bit throughout the year, but Fremont's been pretty good to us. Uh, you know, we've had good speed when we've been here, and and um, yeah, obviously hoping that it carries over to this weekend. <laughs> I I know Lisk, I uh, probably mentioned it, but how many features have you won there? It's, it's um, I'm not sure. I, I would four. guess somewhere between. Oh, overall. Oh, yeah. overall? Yeah. I thought you, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Overall, I don't know. Cause I've won in, I think I've won in the 305 and 360s too. Okay. Um, but I, I gotta be getting somewhere getting close to, 20 or some. I mean, we've traveled so much throughout the years, even though I'm from here, there's a lot of years that we didn't really race here a whole lot. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Fremont's always been one of them places. Once I kind of figured it out, we've always ran really well at. So how you, you got the four wins this season at, at Fremont, uh, and you've been running uh, a bunch of different places this year. How would you, uh, rate your season overall, at least so far? Uh, I mean, 
I don't, I don't know. If you'd asked me a month ago, I would have probably been quite a bit lower, like <laughs> a, a C or something. But, um, you know, part of that is is just, you know, where we went, where we raced, um, trying to figure stuff out, trying to get comfortable, um, you know, working w- with Andy Potter and Joe Lewandowski, you know, for pretty much a full year here um, and just kind of getting everything settled in and um i would say right now i'd say we're 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 gonna say a b um all right i felt like there i felt like we've i felt like there was times we were really headed in the right direction and then for whatever reason we kind of got off course and then struggled and then here the last month um i really feel since like what was it sharon nationals um and he started kind of changing some stuff on the car back around and I immediately got comfortable and, and it seems like we've been a lot, a lot better. Um, and, and so, you know, hopefully we can at least finish out the year strong here. So you'll be ready to hit the ground running, uh, in 23. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Um, <laughs> That's you the know, plan. uh, yeah, well, yeah. Um, I, you know, I always am very tentative about, uh, what happens moving forward just because, you know, I have a, we, we do a lot, I guess I deal with a lot of the sponsorship stuff with Hercules Tire Isle Logistics and DNC. And then, you know, obviously you, you deal with all those things and make sure them are in concrete. And then, then you start working with, you know, Joe and Diane feeling and figuring out what you want to do, what they want to do. And I mean, it's a lot of pieces to a puzzle that sometimes people really don't realize. And especially probably with my deal a little bit, because the people that have supported us, have supported us for a long time. And we'd like to make sure that everybody's happy. So how do, how do you come up with uh, your, your season schedule or what races you're going to hit? You, you've done some world of outlaws this year, some uh, all-stars, a lot of all-stars uh, and some off. Yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of sit down and, you know, with Hercules being involved, they're a national company. And um, so we try to look at getting to areas that will do well with them. So we kind of, lay out a schedule that we think would be good, go back to them, go back and forth two or three times, try to look at things that maybe, maybe that would be more beneficial to them. And, you know, we work hard at trying to take care of the people that take care of us, keep us going. But yet, you know, as an example, I'm not very good at Williams Road Speedway. (laughs) So you make a choice to stay away from there. You know, I, you know, I'm not 20 years old no more and I don't, you know, I don't feel like we have to go there. So, you know, unless, unless we work with our partners and they say that we need to be there, we, you know, if you try to pick your schedule to where you feel like you can be competitive and the car can do well and, um, you know, all those kind of things. You, you were talking about uh, Pennsylvania, you know, a lot of the Pennsylvania posse guys are no spring chickens either. So, you know, your experience, yeah. should play, <laughs> your experience should play into that. Yeah, well, I feel like it does in the right situations, <laughs> um, you know. But uh, I don't know; those guys are really tough over there. They are. Um, those tracks are unique. Um, it's not something that you, you know you see a lot from where, where I come from. You know, from and and um, you know, I, I'd like to get back over there if we could get our ducks in a row and really feel like we could go over there and, and um, you know at least be competitive. Um, I feel like that we still got some work to do um, to, to get to that point. Um, I feel like our 
mid-sized to short track stuff is pretty good right now. Um, our bigger track stuff, we, we just got some work to do, the bottom line. And um, it's a little bit about me doing a better job and communicating and, and working on our cars and, and trying to get things a little bit better. But, uh, you know, it's just so competitive. And, and you talk about Pennsylvania, those guys are really, really good there. They don't, a lot of them don't leave, and uh, which even makes it harder. So, uh, you know, uh, you know what you're getting when you get there. The one thing that I that I miss about PA is that the fans are uh, a little bit ruthless at times, but they're awesome. Um, you know, when they're cheering for the posse during the races, that's what it's about, and they don't really care if you're there or not. They want to run you off. But after the races are over, there's some of the – coolest fans in the whole country nice so do, do you prefer running a schedule like that or would you prefer you know following a, a series for in running for a championship I'm, uh, I'm, guessing, know, I'm guessing it's probably a little less stressful not having to worry about points yeah i mean i'm uh anybody that follows me knows that i'm uh, you know my family means the world to me so my daughters are getting a little older and they're getting into sports and we put them back in regular school and so um when you, when you don't chase a points deal, um, it makes it a little easier to adjust your schedule. Like our schedule's a little lighter at the beginning of the year and a little lighter at the end of the year. And I'm just trying to make it to where I can still be a dad. Um, you know, I miss things about it. Um, I, I, I actually been kicking around like I would like to do the all-star thing again a year or two before I decide to be done. Um, you know, but, it's just about putting the right sponsorship in place, building the right team, everybody being on the same page. Because if you're just going to go to do it, um, but you're not really prepared or ready or so on and so forth, um, you know, a, a bounce around schedule um, is a little easier for everybody involved, whether it be car owners, sponsors, me as a parent, as a dad, the mechanic. Um, you know, when you, when you get out on the road, no matter what series you're following, it, it, it tends to drain on people. So a possible uh, third all-star championship uh, would, it, that would be really cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. Um, you know, I, I, I've been very fortunate and very blessed to be able to do this for a long time. And I've been lucky enough to, to, to do decent um, throughout my career, but uh, to do that. And, and there's, I, there's one big race I'd love to get before, I, before I quit. And if I could, I could be competitive at the Kings Royal. I, that would, uh, uh, yep. I'd, hell, I'd probably be a mic drop if I won that thing. <laughs> probably be all over right then. <laughs> that uh, could that could be but, a career in itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, there's a lot of things that you know. I I really enjoy the people. Um, I really enjoy being around the fans. I, I love I, I I love racing. I love working on race cars. Um, you know, I, I told my wife here a while back that maybe I didn't know what I wanted to do. I mean, I've done this my whole life and I thought maybe I just want to walk away and get, do something else. Right. But the more that I think about it, I, I like to be involved, um, when I decided to be done doing something and, and it's mostly just the people and, and, um, you know, you just meet so many strong, good people and it, it just racing, racing's uh, pretty unique. I, I just got a message here that, uh, uh, Chris Andrews is going to be in the lane racing car this weekend, and Rich Farmer is putting up an extra five thousand dollars for a Fremont regular. That I think that's five hundred. Yeah, five thousand seems. A lot. I, I I think I think I think Dean added. Rich a zero. Farmer might have some deep pockets there. 
<laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you know, Rich is a pretty cool guy. Um, you know, there's been times when Rich ran the track that probably throughout the years, him and I, him and I didn't see eye to eye, but I always respected the fact of what he done for the sport, what he does for the sport, owning cars, and he has always given back to the racetrack. He's a huge part of the Fremont Hall of Fame, and um, basically helped get that thing all, all, you know up off the ground and running. And um, you know, he, he's he truly loves the sport, and he he's a, a pretty cool guy. Well, he he just says no. It's five thousand. Um, I you- can believe it. Rich Rich don't <laughs> wow. mess around. Dang. Yeah, Rich don't mess around. He makes things happen. Do, do you count as a Fremont regular, though? I mean, are, are you? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. It's, it's kind of funny. I, I I was driving up here to the the place we're at at Pub Four Hundred, and I come by the Fremont Airport, and this is no joke. I'm I'm driving on Fifty Three North, and I look over at the airport. And I'm like, man, that that guy looks like Rich Farmer walking down the airport. So. And I way blew the horn way back, and I'm like, I gotta find out. So I hurried up and I called him. I'm like, dude, I don't know if you fly planes or not, but there ain't no way in heck I'm getting in an airplane with you with you. <laughs> and it was him. He was out there messing around with it. So he he likes to be involved in a, a lot of stuff, and he's all he's always been a, obviously a, a bit of a, a, a venture guy or something. Because I don't know why that I don't even like flying. I dang sure wouldn't want to fly my own airplane. Oh, well, Dean, Dean just, uh, Dean Henry here. He just said, you have to be top 10 in points. Ah, uh, gotcha. Well, that's all right. I, it's pretty awesome that he, uh, you know, that he does that, that for the locals. Yes. Because you know what, it, whatever team, if a team could get that, uh, that kind of money changes things for, for small teams that run weekly. Oh, yeah. And, and we kind of lose sight of that sometimes. Um, you know, when these big races come up, you know, one guy leaves with the big money and, um, you know, to do something like that. And if a local guy wins, I mean, it, you know, it could change their whole winter and what they may do next season, which is pretty awesome. That's yeah. a big enough carrot to make you spend a few extra hours in the <laughs> shop. Yeah. Yeah. So what's yeah. And there'll be a lot of, there's a lot of good guys that run at Fremont that will be competitive and have a shot at winning this thing. Oh, you bet. Um, you know, that's the one thing about Attica and Fremont, um, you know, you always see when, whether it's the all-stars, the outlaws come to town, the locals can run up front um, because it, they, they, it's kind of like Pennsylvania. They run here and they run here all year long and they get really, really good. So what, what's your confidence level coming off of last week's win for uh, going into this weekend? <laughs> well, obviously, you know, if we'd run 20th last week, the confidence level wouldn't be very high. <laughs> so, but when, you know, when you, when you, uh, have done it as long as I have. You, you, you realize that the sport, sport's very humbling. Um, you, you, you know, you can go from hero to zero really, really quick. And um, with the caliber of cars that are coming this weekend, um, I feel like we got as good a shot as any. Uh, Andy's been really, really good with getting our car to where I'm comfortable, especially here. Um, you know, so I, I feel like our chances are pretty good, but we definitely got to put a whole night together with the crowd that's coming. You know, we got to time good in our heat race and make it out of our heat. And, and you know, I don't think you can, I think you'd run good, but I don't, with this group of cars, I don't think you win from 20th. Um, so I, I feel like we need to put position ourselves throughout the night to give ourselves a shot to win. But now I feel like we things roll along right. We have a little luck and the driver don't mess up. 
you know, we should have as good a shot as any. Is the fact that it's going to be a little chilly, uh, is that going to play into it at all? Yeah, is that, is that, yeah, does that help getting, you or hurt I'm you? Get, I'm, I'm getting older, and I, I wrecked a lot when I was younger, and my back hurts, so I wanted to hurry up and get it done while it's still warm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, you know, it, it, it'll affect it'll affect the racetrack a little bit, I think, and, um, you know, it, it definitely can affect how the motors run. Um, you know, normally Fremont, um, after qualifying, the track comes in pretty quick and, and starts flicking up a little bit, yep. and, and, and so it kind of takes that out of the equation after that. But uh, you never know. I mean, the guys at Fremont, um, you know, Fremont Speedway's done a wonderful job of keep, keeping a pretty good racetrack all year, changing it up a little bit. And, um, you know, so you, you don't know what you can get, especially with the weather the way it's going to be. Yeah. So uh, after your win uh, last weekend, uh, you mentioned, uh, you shared some thoughts on uh, Rick Eshelman, uh, a good friend of Ron and I's. Uh, apparently you knew him a- as well. How big of a shock uh, was that? Uh, to hear that news well, on Saturday. I, I tell you, it, you know, it, I, all week long, I, you know, you see the stuff that they're putting on social media and, and you know, some of the things that they've done. And it, it's really cool because uh, Rick was not, I, I, it's funny because I talked to him for probably about an hour. I, I, I'd like to say it was earlier this year, but it could have been the calendar last year. You know, you meet see so many people, but the story is, is like when I was starting racing, and, and maybe four or five years in, Rick was just really getting into the announcing thing. And he'd always joke. I'd run a lot of 360 stuff, and he'd always joke that every time that he'd come and announce, he announced a little bit at Lima, but like Eldora and stuff, he'd always joke that he was my good luck charm. And so we kind of, it's, it's funny because you don't see, you know, I didn't see him a lot because he went late mall racing, mm-hmm. but you, you, you follow each other throughout the years and he like he he'd bump into me and he'd be like hey i see you on this this and this and i'm like yeah man i heard your you know i heard your interview for this and man how awesome was that and you know so point point to it is he was a great great guy good friend and you know it's just sad you know we all go through things in life and you don't know what the good lord is going to give you and um you don't know what other people are dealing with and you know i've not always been yeah i'm not always the nicest guy I've made mistakes in my life, just like everybody. We're not meant to be perfect, but, but you don't know what people are going through. And, you know, I would have never thought in a million years that Rick had something bothering him. Um, you know, not, yeah. not to that extreme. And, and I, from what, from the, you know, people that I knew that knew him, I, I think they all felt the same way. And so I don't know, just sad, but, uh, what a good man. And, um, you know, pretty cool that, he got inducted into the late model hall of fame and to yeah. see all the cool things that he did when I witnessed him starting out and just getting his feet on the ground and learn, learning, learning the game of what he did. And, and, you know, he, you know, he's going to go down as one of the, one of the great all time announcers in the sport. He is Definitely. good for the sport all, all around. Yeah. But, uh, yep. so any, uh, any more racing uh, for you after this weekend? Um, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on the next few weeks. Um, obviously after the weekend, things get pretty slim pickings here, um, through the Midwest just because of weather and football, but, uh, we'll definitely do Charlotte. Um, you know, that's kind of the last races races on our schedule. Um, so we'll do Charlotte and I don't know if we'll do something in between there and, um, yeah, just start getting geared up for next year and probably go to a bunch of volleyball and basketball games. <laughs> 
Well, I, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of times it seems to be, I think our average was 70, 80% of our guests, their next race, they'd go on and uh, win their next race. So, well, I hope that holds true. Yeah, yeah no pressure for you this weekend. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Maybe we yeah, can delay thanks. it from Friday to Saturday. Would that, would or, that or you know? Well, yeah, yeah. Hey, it, both, both, both would be wonderful, but, uh, you know, if, if you can, if you could win either night with the caliber cars that are going to be here, you've done something. Um, you know, like I said, the, the local racing at Attica is pretty much tough enough already. And you throw in the cars that'll be here for the weekend with all stars and, um, you know, some of the outsiders are going to be coming into this two day weekend. You know, it's going to be extremely competitive and extremely tough. And, uh, yeah, if you could do any, if you can do good, um, it's something to be proud of. Yeah. Well, make sure to dress warm. Hey, we'll, we'll do. <laughs> we'll do. Yeah. Oh, oh, hopefully it doesn't get quite as cold as they're saying. Well, they, they did move up the start time an hour. So, uh, gates open at three racing at six on both Saturday or Friday and Saturday. So I will play that. that will be good. It's be pretty chilly. So it'd be good to get that, get started as early as we can. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate the time. It's been a, a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. Thank you. And thanks for having us. And, you know, thanks for what, you, what you're doing for the sport. Um, you know, all this promotional stuff and different, I don't know, webcasts and, and all this stuff. is It's good for everybody involved, and thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, and good thank luck. Thank you, Greg, and, and we enjoy doing this. So, yeah. <laughs> that, that, we win-win then, right? It's That's a win-win. Yeah. Win. <laughs> there you go. Uh, do, take do, care, guys. Do, do me a favor. Uh, watch one of the truck races and, and make sure you cheer for the P-51 truck. Ron built P-51. that truck. Yeah, yeah the, P- right. the P-51. That, that's that's my granddaughter's husband. So. Oh, that too. I forgot about that. We'll be cheering for him. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right, we'll see you, Greg. All right. Have a good night. You too. There you go. Greg Wilson, four-time uh, winner this year at uh, Fremont Speedway, trying to make uh, six wins. Yeah. If he can win tomorrow and Saturday night. That'd make a good weekend. It would. <laughs> If he was top ten in points and uh, at Fremont, that'd be a super weekend. But that's only Saturday. Yeah. Anyway, um, we have some pizza giveaway from Big D's Pizza. Ooh. Uh, last week's how many was how many dirt trucks were going to be at Fremont on Saturday? That number was twenty eight. Uh, guess what number I picked last week? I think you picked twenty eight. That's right. I picked twenty eight. That's not the right button. Um. Um. Yeah. Where is it, Scott? I don't know. It's like they changed the options here. Present screen? I don't know. Maybe that's okay. They changed the name of it. Um, we got to spin the Big D's pizza wheel for our... Uh, um, our four winners? Yeah, to choose who the winner is going to be uh, because we did have a bit of a tie. That number, again, was 28. I picked 28. Uh, but and uh, those folks all copied you because they you, did not actually you nobody know, copied because me because you know all and see all nobody right? picked 28 really we had uh matt swander brian hammer john young all picked 27 uh-huh and gretchen knapp picked 29 i misspoke dean henry picked 28 but dean henry owns the pizza sorry place, so dean he, you lose on this one so he can have his he but wins pizza every day. Congratulations. Yeah, Dean was the only one to actually get it right on the nose. But uh, one off, Matt Swander, Brian Hammer, uh, John Young, and Gretchen Knapp. 
And uh, so we're going to have to spin the Big D's pizza wheel to determine this week's winner. Let's put us down here, see if this uh, works a little better. Oh, there it is. Here we go. We're spinning the wheel. Good for a Big D's pizza. Anybody but John Young. Anybody but John Young. Oh, there we go. Matt Swander looks like he's going to get the Big D's pizza. John Young just wins way too often. He does. Matt wins quite a bit, too. He'll probably donate it to... uh, uh, some local first, first responders yeah you know, which is a pretty cool deal there too so uh congratulations bat swander you have 30 days to uh, claim your pizza or uh let them uh, know what to do with it uh this week's how many in chance to win a big d's pizza for next week how many arkham menard series cars will be at toledo the entry list is available so that's easy plus how many All-Stars will be at Fremont, All-Stars and the regular, four tens, we'll say four tens, uh, will be at Fremont on Saturday night. On Saturday. On Saturday. So it's how many Arkham Menard series cars at Toledo, and plus how many uh, four tens at Fremont on Saturday as well. I, th- so I thought that maybe, total number. I thought you were going to throw the 305s and the four tens, just call it all sprint. No, numbers. no, that's too easy. Uh, actually, it'd be more difficult, but no. Yeah. Nope, just the four tens at Fremont and uh, the number of Arc Menards cars at Toledo uh, on Saturday. Just that total number. I don't want two numbers. It's a total number. Steve says 42. I have to pick first, Oh, don't yes, I? you do. I'm not stalling enough. Doug Frost says 61. That's a wide range. Well, I think there's going to be about 26 of the uh, Arc Menard series. That's what's on the entry list. And uh, we'll see. We get about 40 of those. And that's a... Uh, I'm going to go with Doug. I think it's closer there. Dean says 51. I'm going to go with uh, 60. I'm going with an even 60. The professor says 56. 56 for the professor. Yes, sir. So if uh, you'd like a chance to win Big D's Pizza, put your uh, guess, just a number, in the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live. You have until um, noon on Saturday because the ARCA race is at 4. Uh, so noon on Saturday. That's noon Eastern. Boy, there's some pretty big numbers coming in there, Scott. Yeah, I'm thinking mine might be a little low. I wanted to go a little higher. I yeah, think but you're Dickey the, might be but, right. But there you're the, the highest. So sixty two. Yeah, I'm higher than you, so I guess yeah. that makes sense. So you would win. Yeah. But uh yeah. So we'll find out what that number is next week on the show. This weekend's uh, Big D's race Big D's pizza racing menu. Uh, tomorrow night, Friday, it's uh, the Jim and Joanne Ford Classic, night number one with the Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions and the Dirt Trucks in action. The uh, start time, everything's been moved up an hour due to the uh, colder temperatures. We'll have Ryan Weekman here in just a minute uh, to give you that weekend weather pit stop forecast. So gates will open at 3, racing at 6 p.m. Uh, general mission, 25 bucks. Uh, Saturday. Toledo Speedway, it's the Shore Lunch 200 for the Arca Menard Series. That race actually starts at 4, but there's going to be racing before that. Late Model Sportsman and Factory Stock will be in action. That racing will start at 12.30. Gates will open at 10.20 a.m. Uh, at Toledo Ooh. Speedway. Tickets are 31 bucks, and uh, you can catch the Arca race on MAV-TV starting at 4. Uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway Season Championship slash Top Dog Face-Off Shootout. Uh, the Modified Super Stocks, Street Stocks, Hornets, all double points uh, for them, and the Midwest Thunder Midgets will be in action. Gates open at uh, 2.30, racing at 5 uh, over there in Montpelier, Indiana. 
And they just posted the uh, uh, Monster Mash deal. Really? They're going to be doing for that. That's coming up at the end of the month. I think it's the 28th and 29th. It's Friday and Saturday, whatever that is at the end of the month. It'll be warmer by then, right? Probably. It usually is. Uh, but they've opened up the rules on... Uh, on what you can run. So I'm thinking about really? I, might, I might actually run that. Yeah. It's like uh, for the super stocks, it's just a stock front clip and eight inch tires. I think oh, that's all it. Right. So I was a pretty, cool. pretty open rolls there. Ooh. Yeah. You you might look for some little better tires then too. I might. I was thinking about yeah. that. That'd Chris, also cost money. Chris Rattan says that uh, Springport this weekend, Friday through Sunday is, is their big weekend. All right. The Michigan cup. Uh, also Saturday, Fremont Speedway. It's uh, night number two of the Jim and Joanne Ford Classic with the Te- Tezos All Star Circuit of Champions and the 305 Sprints. Again, gates open at three, racing at six, and general admission twenty five bucks. And uh, that's the finale for the All Star Circuit of Champions, and sort of the finale, the finale of sprint car racing at, uh, at Fremont, Fremont this year. Right. They got one more event coming up the following weekend. That's Actually, the- I think there's two events. I think there's a Saturday something or another. It's at Fremont, there's well, a demolition derby. Yeah, a lot of destruction. Okay, that counts as a Fremont race. Well, it's an event. Yeah, it's, yeah, not it's a part race. of a. It's a festival that's a, right. going on that weekend. Right. No. Uh, other series action: the uh, Nittany Showdown at Port Royal Speedway in uh, Pennsylvania for the World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Cars. That's uh, Friday and Saturday night. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series will be at the Talladega Short Track on Saturday. Uh, the Xfinity Series. Drive for the Cure 250 at Charlotte Motor Speedway Road Course, otherwise known as the Roval. That'll be Saturday, October 8th at 3 p.m. on NBC. Is that on NBA? I guess both uh, races are on NBC. Uh, The NASCAR Cup uh, Bank of America Roval 400 at Charlotte Motor Speedway Road Course on Sunday, October 9th at 2 o'clock, also on NBC. Uh, Your weekend weather pit stop forecast for action around here this weekend. Here's uh, Ryan Weekman with uh, what you can expect. Sunny in 75. Hey there, meteorologist Ryan Weekman here in the WTOL 11 Weather Center with your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Let's talk about Friday out at Fremont. It's going to be a little bit on the chilly side, but we should have dry racetrack for you. Uh, It does look like temperatures will be falling through the 40s, though, during race time. So uh, it's getting to that time of the year. Grab those uh, thicker outer layers. Saturday, looking at Toledo Speedway, Montpelier, and Fremont. The earlier races at Toledo look gorgeous. We're expecting lots of sunshine later into the evening there down at Fremont. Looks a little bit chillier, but again, dry conditions, most important of all. Does look like we should be able to get all races in this weekend with relatively quiet weather, albeit a little bit on the cool side. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm meteorologist Ryan Weekman. You got to talk to uh, Ryan. I the did. Other day. Was um, that Wednesday? Yesterday you were on TV? Yes. Talking yeah. about the festival this week. Yeah, the, Ryan has been the champion of inclusive playgrounds uh, in, in this area where kids with handicaps can play right alongside kids normally abled. And uh, he, he's just a wealth of knowledge. And, and after... After he was our, behind the one they uh, built in Perrysburg, and, and, and they're building and, and the one they're, in BG. They're just wrapping up the one in Bowling okay. Green, right? Um, and uh, I, I think I think we can. You're going to try and rope him into. I'm going to get him involved. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Ryan. Nice, very nice. Uh, Hammer down a hotline. We did have a, uh, a text this week, but we're going to save that for next week. 
uh, because I wanted to do something a little bit different. But if you'd like to uh, call or text uh, at 419-318-3081, that's 419-318-3081, anytime, day or night, and uh, talk about anything racing-related, uh, leave... Yep. Any memories or comments you want uh, about right. Rick Eshelman? Call, call um, 24-7. Operators are waiting for your call. Uh, the one we had was a racing-related one from last Friday, but okay. uh, it can wait till next week. So All right. we'll get to that. So, but we appreciate the call. So we were getting ready to shut down the Hammer Down hotline, but no, we're not. at least one individual likes to keep it going. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Actually, I do, but anyway. Uh, some of the comments from our uh, Rick Elshelman thing. If you haven't watched that, um, kind of interesting just to, to see. Please he, do. It, it was such an upbeat interview with Rick that. Yeah. No indication that there was anything going on behind the scenes with him. And and, and, and we had a great time. Yeah. So. It, uh, that that interview is, is archived both on YouTube and our Facebook channel. Yep, I put the podcast up of it, the audio-only version, just last night, as a matter of fact. Too. Okay. So, wasn't going to do that originally. I was going to leave that as just a Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook thing, but I decided to throw it up there, and actually it's been getting quite a few. Right. Oh, speaking of which, I was looking at our statistics. Really? On, uh, on our uh, podcast. Our sadistics? Yeah. India has fallen to third. Really? Australia is back up yes. to second. So we're obviously most of our listeners come from the U.S., but uh, second most is now Australia, third is India, and then Canada is following India. So come on, Canada, let's uh, let's get it going. All of our Canadian friends, you <laughs> got to step up your program. Yeah, we know you're up there. So, and that's just the uh, the uh, the podcast. Right. If you listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or iHeart uh, Radio, those are the the four biggest ones I think that uh, people listen to us on. Right. But there's all kinds. Of, you can also check it out at Hammerdown Racing Report. Uh, dot com. So some of the, uh, the comments we got, uh, from that, uh, Arnold Kirsch, uh, says, uh, Rick would call me out from the uh, announcer booth in Florida during speed weeks. That was very special to me and very kind of Rick, uh, Chris Miller, who used to work in the tower at Oak Shade, right. used to work with her. She worked with, uh, Rick before me, uh, says great guy. Always had fun in the tower when he announced fly high, Rick, uh, Raina Hendricks, uh, says uh, she can vouch for him coming down to get his cr- own kraut dogs and burgers. Um, uh, I don't know if I should read this as her or me. Uh, quote, I worked in the uh, Polish stand when he announced at Oakshade, and I waited all night for him to come down and get them so I could hear whatever goofiness he wanted to share that night. He had lots of goofiness, that's for sure. Um Barbara Orange says, I remember Rick at uh, Toledo Speedway back in the day. Uh, Scott Noller, I remember Rick running to the washroom like a penguin after one too many kraut dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember that. I don't know. And uh, Cheryl Discrange says, uh, my heart is breaking so much. He was an amazing man. So, he was. There you go. That's it for uh, this week's show. Thanks to uh, associate producer Dave Kemmer. He helped out a lot this week. I was pretty darn busy. So I actually made him work. Should give him a raise. Um, Double his salary. Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Doc, Bob Stazek uh, also contributing as well. Uh, make sure to like us on uh, Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform. As we mentioned, we're on all 597 of them. I don't know, I'm making that yeah. up. But we are on all of them. Uh, you can check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. 
Uh, make sure to rate and review us. Share us uh, with your friends. That helps us out. And uh, I think that Toledo City Paper Best Of nominations is coming out this month sometime. Yeah, I looked a couple days ago and it wasn't up yet. I think it's usually toward the second part of the month, like okay. maybe around the 20th. So we'll see if we got nominated. Then again. we'll start begging yeah. for you to vote for us. Yeah, I hope we didn't get nominated. That would be nice. Uh, thanks to our uh, sponsors, Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ram Miller Race Cash, Free Stream Photos, Dominator Race Products, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. Uh, thanks again also to our guests, uh, Nick Sanchez and Greg Wilson. We'll see you next Thursday. at. Uh, Good luck to both of them this weekend. 7 o'clock, yeah. Lots of racing this weekend. Racing season coming to an end. So get out and support your local track or somebody else's local track. Just get out and support them so it doesn't grow weeds. That's it. See you next week. Goodbye, y'all. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast.